Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Here is episode one of the Fear the Walking Dead, the final season, number eight roundtables. This session has Denai Garcia, who is Luciana, Ruben Blades, who is Daniel, and Kim Dickens, who is Madison. Kim, what an arc to come back to this season. What's it been like to to play really some very different facets uh, for, for Madison this year? You know, it's been, it's always challenging. This show has always put us through our courses, um, and that's what we love about it. When I first spoke to Ian and Andrew about coming back on the show, they sort of presented the arc to me. It was very exciting to me, more than I expected it to be. I just jumped in and did it. And this this uh, this season, I think we really see Madison. We start with Madison in the place that's um, her lowest I've ever played, the darkest I've ever played. And then part of Madison's arc will be, you know, how does she find herself? How does she reconcile uh, the things she's done? How does she put herself back together if she does? Um, that's been the the journey to play, which was very uh, challenging. There's more of the Fear of the Walking Dead, episode one of the season eight roundtables in a moment. What the journey meant to the actors. I think, you know, I've said this, uh, I think I said it at, at WonderCon. I said it the day I wrapped, but this job has really been profound for me. It has been, I've never led a show uh, as I did for the first four seasons. I never have been on a show for this amount of time. I've never been so challenged uh, personally and professionally, and I've never been so rewarded by a role and a job. And um, I, I really felt like when I got the role of Madison, I felt like everything I'd done um, in my life, every class I'd taken, er- every job I'd done, everything sort of led me to that role. And, and I was, I felt so fortunate. And so for it to have lasted as long as it has for us, has just been, it's been profound. It really has so much has happened in our lives. We've grown um, professionally and personally. We've, we've created this family that's, that's phenomenal. It's emotional to let it go, but it's, it feels right. I think we all feel good about it. I was listening to Kim and I felt the same. I, when I joined the show, we were in Mexico. It was a different landscape. It was a different country. It was a, you know, it, it felt like so long ago, but we were there. We were together. And we were there from day one. And then, you know, the last season we finished in Georgia, in Savannah. It's like another landscape, another struggle, like the struggles to deal with the days and the heat and but at the same time looking at each other. We, we are we're still together. We're still here. And you know, for me, it was I didn't realize how important it was to finish with Kim until she showed up. I didn't. Re- I realized when she left how what a hole she created. But I didn't. You know, it's like a kid. You grow up. You're like, I'm gonna be a big girl. It's like you know. And then mom comes and like, ah, I really I'm like what a big <laughs> hole. And and she really filled that in. And also, we were in Savannah, which is like a new place that all of us kind of reunited for the first time. So it was weird that. Like, you know, I've never been to Savannah. I don't know if Kim has been to Savannah. I know Ruben hasn't been. Like, uh, like it was just this middle ground of us of us finding a spot to live and to eat and to, you know, it's just kind of like 
it, it felt really interesting to kind of like reconnect in a, in a middle ground place uh, personally. And as an artist, you know, just seeing those faces that, you know, you started this big job with it meant so much. And, and I felt so grateful to be part of that. Uh, for my journey as an artist. And, and I felt like this job has prepared me for so much in the future. Definitely, I learned that, you know, nobody's gone until they're gone for real. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, like, really, like, it's crazy. And that, you know, there's always room for surprises. And this is this kind of career that just never stops surprising us, really, never, just never stops. Well, first of all, it took me out of unemployment. <laughs> that's that's very good. Uh, secondly, as an actor, I thought it's a it's a dream of every actor to play a character that does not correspond to you, to your own self. And um, I the the possibilities of of Daniel Salazar were, were like a constant source of uh, of challenge and, and amazement because. There, there was this person that has nothing to do with me, the way I am, the way I, I, I usually act and think. And yet I had to find a way to to understand the character and to to bring out of the uh, of whatever lines I've been given uh, the humanity of the character in spite of the fact that it, it was somebody that in real life probably we would have not been friends. And every single time, every single time that I worked in that, throughout these eight seasons, there was always uh, a discovery for me. And that's the thing about acting. It, 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 it forces you to, to acknowledge things about yourself or about other people that you probably ordinarily wouldn't address. As far as everybody, I mean, I, I'm super glad that, 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 that Kim is back and, and 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 with us at the end of the of this eight seasons. I mean, I you know I'm not going to get into the the, the the when she left. It was a surprise for me. And so I, I was um, I was very very happy that somehow it worked that she could come and finish with us what what we started. Um, and and um, so I, th that's one thing that made me very happy that she that she came back. I love you guys. I love you, Ruben. I love you, Denai. The Fear of the Walking Dead episode one of the season eight roundtables continues in a moment. What about Alicia's return? Personally, yeah, and that's something. Of course, I love. I love my. Uh, I love the whole cast. I love my original family. You know. I love working with Alicia Debnam Carey. We're still friends. And so, but, you know, she, she left and has, you know, things going on and everything. But I think, you know, I think in this universe, never say never. And I think what's been interesting is, is how that even though Madison wasn't around, how much her presence was felt in Alicia's uh, growth to be, as becoming her own leader and becoming a woman and uh, a adult and a warrior and everything. And I think, um, I think it was interesting how they sort of kept Madison alive in that way. And I think they do the same thing with my children for Madison, you know? Yeah. But never, you never say never. They reflect on the favorite moments working on the series. The thing with the fans that I always liked very much was the fact that they send us um, paintings 
Mm. They send us um, and very good ones too. They would they would um, they would send us um, like their images their their images of our of our work. And as far as anything, I mean, I, I'm just grateful that they supported us for for all these seasons. I mean, I, I'm sure that Daniel Salazar kept you know surviving because of the fan support. And I will never have enough words to thank them for for that. Never, ever. I mean, I, I'm convinced that Salazar, who's gone through like from being hit by lightning to like, <laughs> you know, whatever shot hit, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm alive because of the fans. So that to me was the biggest shown of of of, of affection and support, and, and one that I will never be able to correctly thank for. I, you know, I I was just asking Kim if we were going to Comic-Con because uh, I will never forget, you know, the first year of Comic-Con. I, I I remember it was like Kim, uh, it was the entire original family and, and it was so much, it was overwhelming what it was already created with the show. And I was just, I was just getting splash of that love that was so powerful and for days too, like it, it was like a four day Comic-Con experience. It was even Abigail made it there. Like it was so, even Abigail was loved by, <laughs> by the fans. Like they, they had a tour and it was, even I had the tour and I didn't touch Luciana, <laughs> touch Abigail. I mean, seriously, I, that thing like really like created a mark in my life. So it just, you know, when I left that, beautiful experience with the fans it was a one-on-one I remember thinking I think I just joined some you know I'm in a special place with special people and special fans and years after that they just they haven't stopped surprising me to that level of you know love and the fun art that Ruben is saying like the the curiosity of the of the universe they are really truly you know, hard fans. And it's, it was shown to me really quickly at that Comic-Con and it was so special. I'll never forget that. And every year after that has been just really fulfilling to me. It's, I could never thank them enough because of them, we've had this great experience and this great run, even through a pandemic. <laughs> we actually survived the pandemic as a show. Like so many shows <laughs> canceled, like even that, like that's crazy. And and all, all that happens because of them. And and what's funny is that I actually asked a few of them, you know, now that we've been through a pandemic and there has been it's been so difficult. Are you guys OK watching a show that is also talks about a virus? And it's and they were like, yes, that feels like home. This our normal life here does not feel like home. But you guys made us make us feel like we're at home. So I was like, great. I'm glad that we're. We're helping you guys cope with what's real out there. So that was a, ble- a true blessing to be part of it. Um, yeah, I think like Ruben and Deny, the fans, the fans, uh, they literally brought me back to life. I really <laughs> believe that sort of, I, I was like, you know, I moved on with my life after the show, after they, they killed Madison off. And I, every so often I started to get wind of like the sort of fan uproar, if you will, you know, and I, I do think that sort of passion was the match that lit the flame to the idea to bring Madison back. And I'm forever grateful for that too, so that I get to finish the show. Um, my gratitude is endless to this fan base. It's, I've never experienced a more mobilized 
passionate, ravenous fan base. And it's, it's exciting. The exchange is so fun. We don't always get that, you know, so it's like a collaboration in a way. So I value that so much. And um, the other thing that I can recall as far as fan moments was really in, in first season and after first season, when we were doing the meet and greets and things like that, I, re- I just remember a lot of, a lot of mothers coming up to me and, and, and families coming up together saying we were watching this as a family because we really were an imperfect family unit. We were sort of, there was a son with drug problems. There was a daughter that was a golden child, but overlooked because the son needed more attention. There was the new stepfather. Um, there was the previously deceased father there. It was a, you know, for a lack of a better word, the dysfunction of really what normal families are. And it was reflected on television. And I think people embraced that and said, Oh, you know, there we are, we're not perfect, but we love each other. And, you know, so I think that really resonated with the fans in the beginning. And a lot of uh, mothers would say to me, you know, thank you for telling this story because my, my son struggles and I love him so much. And I try to find the best way to, to help him through that. And so that was sort of, so it was surprising how much that really resonated with people. On this series, like any other series, the actors may take home a prop or an article of clothing that their character wore after the series ends. I took my hat. I took one of the hats. I should have taken both, but I took one. I took the hat, the little hat that he wears. Now I don't know where I put it, but I know it's good. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. She has it handy, actually. (laughs) Ruben, look what I have. (laughs) There you go. She actually took it like this. It was just right in her hand. That was so cute. (laughs) Somebody asked me before, so I got it out of the closet. Oh, that's great. I have my my leather jacket, too. Oh, good. I love that jacket. I couldn't bring any other clothes because they were always dirty. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they asked me, hey, what do you want to keep? And I just, they asked me that while I was working. And I just looked at them like, my boots. But I thought they were going to give me like, you know, kind of like new boots a little bit. No, they gave me the one that was like through this. I was like, it actually came in a box. I was like, what is this? And it came as just dirty boots. I was like, oh my God, like, obviously this is, this is the apocalypse. Like, right. I kept it. We were dir- dirty, that's for sure. I kept Luciana's bracelet. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's so, so you. Yeah. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Gracias. Un placer como siempre. Fear the Walking Dead airs on AMC and AMC+. And that's episode one of the season eight roundtables for the series final season. I'm Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.